Steve Ram, Morrisville Town Councilman, political analyst, is with me in studio here for the next seven or so minutes. We don't border another country here in North Carolina. Granted, we do border South Carolina, but we don't border another country. But down in Texas, they're dealing with some stuff right now with the lifting of Title 42 as the COVID pandemic emergency ended yesterday. Kind of a, a complicated issue, but I'll try to break it down in the, in the five minutes we have, six minutes. Uh, Title 42 expired yesterday at midnight. And uh, what this means, this was, this was put in by President Trump, uh, and it basically would allow border authorities to turn away migrants that were coming in from the border from Mexico to Texas, uh, at the, you know, often depriving migrants of the chance to claim asylum. So we often forget there's immigration where you're coming in by the laws of the U.S. Asylum is for reasons of political persecution or torture or whatever you're coming in. And uh, this would cut down on the border processing time. And so the reason they declared Title 42 was because of a public health emergency. You hit the nail on the head. President Biden actually tried to get it lifted and wasn't successful. A court upheld it. And now, because of the emergency restrictions of COVID being lifted, the Title 42 has now gone defunct. What's happened is 10,000 people a day are crossing the border. Over 3 to 4 million, I think, the number might even be higher than that. They, They cannot process asylum. Now we're going to go back to Title VIII, which Mayorkas, the secretary, says is going to allow for migrants to seek asylum, but there will be could be criminal penalties if you cross illegally, and then you can be taken away. Now, Senator Tillis, the last thing I'll say before we open up for discussion is Senator Tillis and um, Senator Kristen Sinema have worked on legislation, bipartisan legislation, that would allow, allow our immigration authorities to expel these migrants without a public health emergency, Right. And so, but this is just a real problem now because you have literally people that are, you know, not able to come in the country. They're sitting in lines. They, they're detention. They don't have resources for uh, not enough caseworkers. Now, there, there have been stories of caseworkers. There was a guy named Ibrahim Salai in 2012. He came in as a refugee and then was able to get support. And now he uh, owns, his, owns his own towing company. So we often forget that refugees, if given support, can actually find a better life in America. But why are so many coming in? Because the situations are so bad in these countries. That's the other conversation we're not having. I just can't picture 10,000 a day and being someone who works at the border and goes like, this is impossible. Exactly. And my daughter, who is a UNC School of Journalism major, uh, she actually has worked with migrants, went to Samos, Greece, worked with refugees, was in El Paso, but one thing she told our family is that the, the situations are so bad for some of these refugees, right? I mean, they, 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 they're coming in using the immigration illegally, but they don't, they don't, there's not enough resources for them to claim asylum. But they're, you know, they're, they're, they're dying of, on dialysis. Their kids are dying. They've got you know, sickness in the family, and they just got to get to their families. They got to get their families out of there. So they want to go to the U.S., so I think it's going to require us, uh, hopefully Senator Tillis can get some traction on this bipartisan bill. Um, I think Democrats and Republicans have to come together and figure out how do we streamline our immigration system. We've talked about legal immigration before. I'm working, we're going to talk about it next week on a bill in Congress that would actually extend the grace period from 60 days to six months for H-1B immigrants from India who uh, are here on skilled visas, right? But then you've got the illegal immigration and the border issues. So these are very complex issues. Nate, and it's it's a tough time. It's just humbling to think that families who are in trouble, if they're from Venezuela or you know any of these countries, especially in northern South America, getting up into Central America, their solution is 
let's get to the United States. That's that's pretty humbling to think. But I think the confusion is for those listening before we leave. There's there's a, often a confusion that there's a difference between immigration and asylum. So immigration is when you're coming through the laws of the U.S. Like my parents or many Indian Americans that are in Morrisville carry Asians, immigrants, any from any part of the world. Now you can go illegally when you cross the border without going through the law. But then asylum is when you're coming in for political persecution. But we have to remember, asylum was created after World War II, when we were, you know, from the Russian Jews, the European people from from Germany, they were coming in. Madeleine Albright, former Secretary of State, was a refugee, right? But they're coming in. They're not being. They're not being given asylum, but they're still coming in for immigration reasons. This is the problem. So if we had more resources, we could process more of these cases. So even if we go back to Title Eight, Secretary Mayorkas is saying this is going to be. Uh, a, a borderline, a border nightmare, right? So, lots of issues that I man, people smarter than me need to figure out. That's for sure. I, do, I threw systematic. a lot out there in five minutes. I mean, we could have talked an hour on that. Yeah. I got to take a breath. But uh, it's, uh, uh, yeah, that's that's careers for many people is uh, dealing with all of that issue. Ten thousand people a day. But I wore my Hamilton shirt today because of immigrants. So you know, go Canes. Happy Mother's Day out there to my wife and to my mom and your all moms out there. His name's Steve Rao, Morrisville Town Councilman, political analyst. He's on every Friday, 3 to 4. Thank you for being here again.